Welcome everybody to number two of my podcast. I'm going to talk about transportation issues as a blind single mother. This can apply to just blind people. So, I moved out at a very early age. I was 18. I was finishing up my junior year of high school and I was going to be living on my own and so people gave me some advice and the first thing that someone said to me was I don't care where people take you offer gas money even if they don't take it that'll show them that you respect them and their time and their car and all that so of course I've applied that to my life and also even before that as a teenager I had you know paid gas money and I had witnessed other people paying gas money so I understand that no one gets a free ride. I totally get that. I mean, even if you drive, you've got your car payment, your insurance, your even if your car's paid for, you know, wear and tear. I get all that. And a lot of people assume because we have never driven that we don't understand the costs of driving and wear and tear and time and we get all that. I mean, there are very few blind per- people that I have met who do not pay gas money. I mean, yes, there are some. There really are, but I have met more that understand about paying and helping out and contributing more than didn't. And a lot of the ones that I have witnessed who don't really understand about paying gas money and things like that are usually ones who have had family members who drove them a lot or who were older when things were a lot cheaper and things were really different you know your neighbors helped just because they wanted to those are the ones that I've really found who don't understand about contributing but the ones of us born in the 80s and 90s usually understand that we pay dearly for riding. Not to mention, not only do we pay, you know, people think, well, you don't pay a car payment, you don't pay insurance, you pay a little bit of gas money, you don't have to pay when the car messes up. No, we don't pay those things. But usually people assume that people on disability get a lot of money or the state reimburses them or I've heard so many foolish statements made. Doesn't the state take care of you going to the store? Can't your insurance pay for you to get a ride to the store? Can't your, isn't there a blind center that runs a bus that will pick you up? Just, I've heard all sorts of things along that line. So, I totally get it. First of all, I know of nothing like that. I have heard about blind people, visually impaired people, getting a cheaper bus pass, but I don't even know if that exists anymore. I have heard some places have services where visually impaired, blind, other disabilities can get a door-to-door service that's low cost that will take them locally or sometimes outside of the city limits depending on where you live but let me tell you about those situations usually it's not super reliable 
and if you're using it for work or something like that then it can be tricky because I mean you're still expected to be at work on time even if you can't drive a lot of people assume that we get extra leeway because we can't drive that's not true you still have to be at work on time they don't care if you drive and a lot of jobs will say must have reliable transportation that's for us too a lot of people assume we don't because we don't drive so some people don't like to ride with those services to work I have ridden with a service like that to work and it was tricky they kept me stressed all the time that they were gonna get me to work late um, a lot of times you have to stand around after work and wait for them to pick you up and in my situation my service did not run if the schools closed so I remember one time I had a part-time job I worked 11 to 3 they got me to work and I was supposed to get off work at 3 and they showed up at 1 30 and said hey they didn't even call they just showed up and said hey we're here to get you because the schools are closing it's supposed to be bad weather and if you need a ride home you've got to go with us right now or otherwise you've got to get your own way home so I mean those services are not all they're cracked up to be I mean I'm grateful for them but I know the one in my town personally you anyone can ride it you don't have to be disabled and they're super unreliable so I choose not to take them and sometimes you'll book a trip and it does it just disappears they never knew anything about it so I know the ones that are just for the disabled and elderly are a little bit better than the one in my town because they don't have as many people but sometimes that's not an option um, and just because someone passes them on the road and they say, oh, we take elderly and disabled or we do this, doesn't mean, I mean, unless you've ridden with it yourself, you don't really know the ins and outs. So, yes, we pay for that and it is pretty cheap. Um, but that's not really what I wanted to talk about today. I wanted to talk about paying the average ordinary Joe or taxi. So, even friends charge us, and sometimes family members charge us to take us places. And I have paid when the person was going the same place I was going. Um, I was in a situation where I had a neighbor, and I would walk to their house and say, Hey, can you give me a ride to Walmart? This was like 15 years ago. And they'd be like, sure! Um five dollars and I'd be like okay that you know cheaper than a cab and I'd get in the car and I'd maybe need five or ten things from Walmart and they would get like 30 things so they were already going to Walmart but I still paid my five dollars and Walmart is two miles from my house um and this was you know 15 20 years ago 15 years ago um another time same neighbor I said, I'm getting ready to call a taxi to take me to Walmart, or I just called my taxi. And she's like, oh, cancel it, cancel it. I'll take you. No need to pay that much money. And she said, well, how much is the taxi going to you know, cost you? And I said, $10. And she said, okay, I'll charge you 5 And then when we got in the car, she's like, yeah, I needed to go to Walmart anyway, and I needed the money. And, you know, I never got mad. And most of the time, she did not drop me off at my house, even though my house was you know, on her way home. I got out at her house and took my stuff home. Unless I got something huge or a lot of groceries or it was dark. So, I mean, 
it was just like her getting in her car, driving to Walmart, and then driving back. And most of the time, she got more things than I did. And I never complained. I said, you know, it's cheaper than a cab. She probably needed the money. And, you know, there's other people that are like, that is horrible. She was already going. And I was like, yeah, she was. Um, recently, I was talking about, um, some people will say, I'm going to take you here for this amount of money. And you say, okay. And you go and you, you know, pay them. And then you get home and they send you a text message and say, oh, well, you know, I'm worth more than that. I, I need to be paid for my time as well as to drive you. And, you know, someone was like, well, you know, gas money is not enough. Okay, I, I get that. Gas money is not enough. But when you agree on an amount, you need to stick with it. And I just think it's tacky to send a text message to say, I want more money. I mean, especially when you talk to that person on a daily basis, you talk to them on the phone, you talk to them in person, and they send all the hard stuff through text message. And to me, it's saying, you know you're wrong if you're sending it through a text message. So, you know, that's just how I feel about it. I think that if you really care about somebody and they're your friend, then you should talk to them face-to-face -face or over the phone or when you're with them, not just send them a text message later on and go, oh. And I noticed that, it, you know, it, I just felt like that person knew they were wrong. And a lot of people do it for the wrong reasons. It's nice to say I took the blind lady to the grocery store. It's nice to say I took the person in the wheelchair somewhere. It makes them feel good. It makes them seem like they're these helpful people. And a lot of people like that will not even say they paid me. They will make it seem like they did it out of the goodness of their heart. In fact, I've even had people say, I don't tell people you pay me. I mean, what in the world is that? I don't say that you give me gas money. Okay, number one, that makes me look like a bad person. And that makes them look like, you know, an angel of mercy or something. That they're just so helpful. I mean, why would you hide that? To me, that's wrong. I mean, it's fine if you don't want to talk about it. But why would you purposely hide that? What is that saying about you? So, I mean, we don't expect a free ride. We don't. We don't even accept, expect a cheap ride. I expect a reasonably priced ride that you're going to stick with your rates unless extenuating consequences, you know, or circumstances. Um, you know, like if it took longer than you thought or if I didn't give you the right address, which, I mean, has happened before. I'm not perfect. Or it, you know, there was, you only had to go this way or something like that. I don't mind the price changing, but even with that, I expect the person to talk to me about it. Hey, this is taking longer to get here. You said it was here. It's not here. It's there. Oh man, I need to give you more money. I get that. But don't sit there and be like, you know, I was sitting at home thinking about it and I'm worth this. Another question is how much is time worth? I mean, everybody's going to have different opinions. I was talking to some people at church, and they were like, well, time is free. You, you know, you shouldn't have to pay a friend for their time. Well, I think depending on the circumstances, I mean, 
I've always felt like... I mean, this is just my opinion. If, if they're taking me to work every day, that's a huge commitment. I get needing something for your time. If you're taking me to the grocery store every once in a while as a friend to help me out, I, I would imagine, in my opinion, gas money should be sufficient. But hey, if it's not, I get it. Whatever. It's up to the person. But that's just my opinion. If it's just an every once in a while like little thing, I would think gas money should be enough. Um... And I don't mean just gas money from my house to the store. I mean, I think I should factor in how far you're driving to get me, to take me to the store. But on the other hand, I also think if you volunteer, no. I mean, if you're volunteering, hey, do you need to go anywhere? I'd be glad to take you. I think gas money from my house should be sufficient because you volunteered. Now, if I said, oh, will you come out of your home and drive me to the store, then I should factor in the, you know, gas that it takes for you to get to my house. But, um, I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm not saying that's how everybody should do it, but I think if you're volunteering to do things, then, um, especially saying, I'm your friend, I'll help you, then I, I don't really necessarily think time should be a big factor. Now, like I said, taking me to work, taking my child to school, something that's a long-term commitment that's pretty, um, it has to be this time and it has to be that time. Yeah, I think time should be factored in because you're making a lot of sacrifices, but taking me to the store not, most of the time is a whenever you can type thing. I don't care if you take me at six o'clock at night or six o'clock in the morning. Yes, I have had people who have you know said the only time I can take you to the store is six o'clock in the morning and I have went if I needed a ride I mean because that's part of me um I need to go when you can unless there's just something urgent like um my son goes to a program on Fridays where he does arts in different classes and so sometimes he might have a certain thing he might need for that and so we would have to go before Friday but, um, I've, you know, adapted my life as someone who doesn't drive. So, I tell people, you're going to have to give me notice. I prefer a month's notice because I try to do grocery shopping and supply shopping once a month. But, you know, there's sacrifices you have to make. But I'm not going to say the odd thing doesn't come up and I need a ride to the store. Um, you know, if money comes in at a different time than it usually does. I might need to go to the store. Plus, it's just hard to get a month's worth of groceries. Um, in my, I don't have a freezer. I just have a refrigerator. So, um, you know, I don't have a deep freeze. So, I can't really get a month's worth of groceries. I try, but it's very hard. So, I mean, yes, I probably need to go. I have to go big-time grocery shopping once a month and maybe here and there grocery shopping every other week or every week if I can, um, so, if it's the little here and there grocery shopping, I can do that whenever, because I don't usually need to get that much, but the big time grocery shopping is a routine, you know, every first of the month, I have to go big time grocery shopping, but, you know, I have learned as a person who doesn't drive that I need to be flexible, so, if that person needs to take me 
at 6 o'clock in the morning, then I need to do it. If that person needs to take me at 6 p.m., I have to do it. I have a friend who generously, generously volunteers her time to take me the big time grocery shopping once a month. And that's the time that we go and find deals. That's the time that we get odds and ends. Like this month, my son needed a trash can for his room. That's the time that we get the little things like one month I needed a purse or if I need a pair of shoes or something special. And she does not charge me. In addition to that, she takes me to Sam's, which is an hour from my house so that I can get bulk and good deals. And she drives 40 minutes to pick me up because she doesn't live in the same town. So she does a lot and she volunteers that. But in, um, in appreciation, I have to work with her schedule. Like one, one month, she did not have a second car. So we had to wait till her husband got off work. So we could not leave my house until like 530. And so, yes, that was a late night. We didn't get home until like 10 o'clock at night. But hey it's a free ride it's a good ride she's really good about helping me um this month she had to take me at a different time we had to go on friday because um she had plans this week and so she said i'll just you know let you borrow the money because i hadn't gotten paid yet i'll let you borrow the money to go grocery shopping which was a big amount of money because i mean that's big time grocery shopping and then you can pay me back on Tuesday which I did and so I had to even go on a different day which was kind of interesting but hey we met at work and we had to um, kind of work around some things because my son has his school program on Fridays that he goes to and then he has therapy at one o'clock his feeding therapy so we had to go after that so she had to meet us at feeding therapy so she didn't have to drive to my house until she took us home so it worked out we had to move a lot of things around but hey it worked and we had a good time and I was able to get the things that I needed but I mean so as a non-driving person you have to work with other people's schedule you have to pay time a lot of times I mean sometimes you do you have to pay time you have to pay gas you have to pay um you have to deal with people bragging about what they do for you I took the blind girl to the store um, you have to deal with, um, there was this one family we used to ride with, and they were big time smokers, which was, ugh, and they were big time rude and hateful to each other, and they were big time stressful, and they were big time demanding, and they were, um, we we had a whole routine like we had to go with them to pay all their bills and we had to so like we might need to go one or two places and they had to go 10 places we had to deal with what day of the week they wanted to go so I think there were times we had to cancel like doctor's appointments or therapy so we could go with them we had to go when they wanted to go so if they wanted to go at nine o'clock in the morning we had to go we had to go where they wanted to eat um i mean it, it was an ordeal and we had to do that for like i don't remember if it was three months five months i can't remember how many times we did it three to five times and it was very stressful on me and my child but we had to do it to get a ride now the ride was super cheap because um where we had to go was right in the midst of where they needed to go so like i think 
we paid for the driver's lunch. That's all we had to do. And that was usually like 10 bucks. So, I mean, it was super cheap, but it was very, very stressful. And I remember one time I had to go somewhere after we'd been with them. And I was like, okay, I just need some quiet. Because they would argue and they would fight. And they would be really, I mean, not fight, not fist fight or physical fight. But they would just grumble amongst each other and call each other names. And I was like, oh. And then I had to just kind of make a decision that this is not good for my child. And there were a few times that I got... I think I got somebody to watch my child when I went. I can't remember, but it was super stressful. So, I mean, I go through a lot to get rides and have been through a lot. Um, thankfully, for medical reasons, I ride with a free medical transportation. But again, that can be stressful. We've had a driver fall asleep and had to switch companies. And when you switch companies, it's a big ordeal. They don't believe you. Like when you call your insurance and say, this is what happened. They don't believe you. They, that you have to prove, try to prove that it happened. And their theory is it needs to happen more than one time. One summer they drove us without air. Um, we've had several companies do that. We've had, um rude other other patients in the car that were rude and sometimes like possibly under the influence of drugs we've had them pick us up super super early and keep us out super super late i mean we have really had to deal with a lot of things in transportation so transportation is not easy when you don't drive and you pay for it one way or another voice over on portrait 938 a.m. Pass one eight nine eight zero eight. Anchor. Stop recording. Button.